0: Listeners, Robin here. Today on this special episode of the Dayton Women in the Word podcast, Jillian interviews our dear sister, Mindy Braun. You'll want to grab your tissue box for this episode. We also want to warn you that this episode gets long, but we believe you will be encouraged by the entire thing, so we have chosen not to edit it down. Feel free to pause when you need to and pick back up where you left off to hear all the ways God has met with the Braun family during the past several months. We also encourage you to share this episode with anyone in the midst of grief or suffering. Without further ado, let's listen in. Welcome back to the Dayton Women in the Word podcast. My name is Jillian and I will be your host today. And I'm sitting here with one of my dearest friends, Mindy Braun. Hi, Mindy. Welcome back. Good morning. Good morning. Yes. Good morning. Um, Mindy is with us today. It was actually Mindy reached out and said, Hey, um, I'd like to share some things with your listeners. And I said, Yes, let's do that. Um, But before we get started, Um, I just wanted to point back to some episodes she's been on previously so that you can hear a little bit more about her story. Um, She was on season one, episode five, and season four, episode three. Um, But Mindy, for those who haven't heard those episodes before, do you want to just give us a brief intro to who you are and uh, maybe how um, God has... um, use dating Women in the Word in your life previously because Mindy was actually on our director's team for the first... Gosh, like two and a half years. Yeah,
1: yeah. For a long time. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, so
1: like she said, my name is Mindy Braun and um, my husband's Cameron. Um, we've been married for 12 and a half years now and we have three kids, Holden, Finley, and Marlo and...
0: um, yeah. So Braun party of five. I know. Is that no? What is it? What's your hashtag? Braun family of five? Braun family of five. That's our hashtag. Yeah. Um, and so we, um, yeah. Uh,
1: what about me? So <laughs> I'm really mad about talking about myself. What are the right things to say? Um, so, um, my husband, we live over by Jill on the Northwest side of Dayton. We moved there a year ago and she's um, my neighbor i know we love our little like oasis in the city Mm -hmm. it's been such a peaceful home these last year or so Mm -hmm. um we're thankful for it um but yeah um i do lots of things i'm a photographer um we've been doing that 10 years my husband and i together and i work um i'm part-time staff with safe families here in dayton and um I attend Veritas and like Jill said, I was on the director's team for two and a half years mm-hmm. and um, I miss that team all the time. I loved mm-hmm. working with those ladies and um, just the way God grew me in my love for his word and um, understanding scripture. And yeah, I just feel like I've been part of the summer studies since the beginning mm-hmm. and like, I can't read scripture without annotating in my brain, even, you know? Like, I don't even have to do it on paper.
0: <laughs> it's happening and automatically. It's, yes, yes.
1: Yeah. Like, I, um, but I, it's being a part of Dating Women of the Word and around others who just love the Lord and um, just seek his truth and, like, his will in their lives and just serve him, So with like such humility and, um, yeah, like with their all, you know, I, it's just changed my life so much and, um.
0: God, like, created a really good thing when he gave us community. He knew right? he would need that. He you know, i I think this ministry has been contagious and and just we share our love for the Lord with each other and His word. and it's very grounding to us yeah. in a lot of ways. and i it's really expanded my like view of the church body
1: and like mm-hmm. my relationships that community because I have dear friends who encourage my walk in the Lord Mm -hmm. from all sorts of churches Mm -hmm. and all parts of
0: life, Mm -hmm. and it's just something that I have just grown to love. Yeah, um, and that's actually something we're going to talk a little bit about because it has impacted your walk over this last, oh, I don't know, what, four? Four Well, it's been longer than that. I actually want to go back to – Um, to start us, you were talking about your house and, um, so can you take us all the way back to God moving you here and kind of your first experiences with, uh, moving into that house and kind of taking the story from there? Yeah, So we lived in the Belmont area for 10 years,
1: Mm um, cute little home over on Coventry road. Um, we bought that a year after being married and, um, we thought we'd be there five. It was 10. And um, working from home, we just need a little bit more space and hosting Mm -hmm. kids through safe families. And so, and I just felt like God calling me to live um, amongst people that are different and Mm -hmm. to just change my surroundings. Mm -hmm. And I think it's good for your hearts. I like change, some mm-hmm. people don't I do, mm-hmm. but it's good for my heart, I think sometimes just to experience that change and get out of the mundane mm-hmm. and the routine and change it up and it challenges you to like view things
0: differently yes. and have a different perspective, yeah,
1: yeah and so we we looked at houses for a long time, like mm-hmm. a year and a half, and um We just both felt like God calling us to the west side. Mm -hmm. And um, then when um, mutual friends, friends of yours, the Mm Kaufmans, said they were moving and their house went on the market. And I still laugh because I always said I'd never want to live in a Tudor home. But (laughs) I do. I'm like, I live in it. Yes. (laughs) I bought one. Yes. Um, But it's got a huge yard and, um, it's, the neighbors are amazing and wonderful Mm -hmm. and it's just so quiet. Like we live like a block off of Salem Avenue, like the busiest street. Yeah. And it's so peaceful. Yeah. Um, and quiet and I just love it. Mm. Um, but it's, so the day we moved into our – well, we got our keys, and then we moved the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, but the day we started moving is the day that I found out I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. And so we just, like – we were we were trying. Like, it was mm-hmm. planned, but mm-hmm. um, I, I wasn't surprised. Mm-hmm. But it was just kind of like God knew that we were like, okay, he gave us this house to grow our family, mm-hmm. um, to have this space, and – So it just seemed like perfect timing, right? Yeah. So
0: God was expanding in all the ways, and so Mm -hmm. um, talk to us a little bit about your pregnancy then. Um,
1: It was good. I I've been um, so thankful that God. I've always gotten pregnant easy, Mm -hmm. and my pregnancies have always treated me well, like Hmm. physically. Hmm. You know, I have. Some morning sickness at the beginning, like, mm-hmm. but I never have, even though they test me because I have giant babies, like, I never have <laughs> diabetes. They test me like twice with every I mean, pregnancy. When she says giant
0: babies, <laughs> she has giant, like, nine, like nine and yeah.
1: I, Finley was my smallest at nine and a half pounds, yeah. And Holden was over 10 pounds.
0: <laughs> Finley was her smallest, Marlo <laughs> fell in the middle, yeah. yeah
1: so, um, but. They treat me so well. And like my doctor, he's Dr. Woods always like, Well, you're just like so easy because I just never Mm -hmm. have questions where I'm like, Yep. I think I'm normal. Yeah. Like Yeah. But um so physically this pregnancy was just like the rest. Mm -hmm. Um Mm -hmm. heart wise, it was different. Yeah. Um it I just I don't know if it's because I have was busy with older kids or if it was God preparing my heart mm-hmm. um, for what's to come, mm-hmm. but I just, I don't know. That, like, connection with my baby just wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I even researched prepartum partum mm-hmm. depression mm-hmm. um, to see if that's what I was experiencing, and I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was, but... um. I mean, it was, yeah, I don't, I don't know what it was exactly. Yeah. Um, but it was just a, a disconnect, yeah. um, mentally mm-hmm. or in my heart with mm-hmm. this pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Um, not that she wasn't wanted, right? but yeah. it was emotionally just very different. Yeah. The excitement wasn't mm-hmm. there all the time. Mm-hmm. I felt like I had to make myself
0: talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, So so physically, it w- felt very healthy, but yeah. mentally was a battle. It was, yeah.
1: yeah, And so um, we took maternity
0: photos. Cameron took some of me. Um, That's one thing we didn't mention. You guys, did we talk about you guys being, you were, photo- were yeah. photographer. Yeah, I so said I is, was, yeah. Okay,
1: so this was a kind of. Uh, I. This was in my brain, like, you know, I went into the new year being like, this is the year, like, I had to like force that upon myself. Like, yeah. this is, it. I'm gonna focus on my baby. Yeah. I'm going to like slow down. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna do as much. Mm-hmm. And we're just gonna enjoy this baby. Mm-hmm. And, um, and like, I'm like, it's the last one. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna, like, it's our last baby. Mm-hmm. I mean, my kids were f- eight and five. So I'm like, they're pretty spaced out. Yeah. I'm like 34. Yeah we're done this is gonna be this is it yes, right yeah and so um so this photo we were shoot all just really... gonna love her yeah so the photo shoot I was like we're gonna I never did maternity photos mm-hmm. with my other ones we're um, being a photographer I'm really bad at taking my own photos <laughs> so um we did photos and that really just helped mm-hmm. um Cameron and I both just like um, I don't even know I don't think our kids were even home mm. no they were because I took some with Finley yeah <laughs> yes, I remember one with home. Finley yeah <laughs> but it was just like a really intimate time for me and Cameron mm. um just taking those and um cherishing Marlo yeah, and yeah, that place and just, you were in with her yeah um, he made me feel beautiful in my bigness. <laughs> I always gained, like, lots of weight with my kids. And oh,
0: but you were so beautiful. Well, thank you. And, and I, it's hard to feel that way I, when you're at that point. Yeah. I totally know that.
1: Yeah, so that we did that just a few weeks before she was born, and mm-hmm. that was just so good for both of us. Yeah. And, um, so
0: after that point, we were just feeling that anticipation. Yes. Yeah, for her to be born. Yeah. So then talk to us about the day that um, your water broke. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, So, yeah, we were getting ready for church. Well, we were headed out the door. Tiffany was like melting on the ground because she didn't want to wear, she wanted to wear certain shoes and we told her she had to wear Mm socks because they always hurt her feet, she didn't believe us, all that (laughs) thing. So we're trying to, she's like melting on the floor, so Cameron like scooped her up and like was putting her in the car and Holden was already in the car. He's our pretty like obedient child in that manner. Mm -hmm. Um, He just kind of does what we ask most of the time. Um, and I was like gathering my purse and my Bible and like heading out the door and I could just feel like because my water's broken at home with all my kids mm. I know some people doesn't ever happen mm-hmm. all three of mine happened at home and all that's what put me into labor like yeah. before this I, her and Finley's birth was like exactly the same mm. I, like um, I had no contractions the doctor's like do you feel them <laughs> no, like, <laughs> no nothing, nothing is not happening. happening yeah Um, like I wasn't dilating. Yeah. Um, so my water, I was like, I'm pretty sure that was my water. You know, at the end of pregnancy, you're like, did I just pee myself? Yeah. You're like, what is
2: that exactly? I could have peed. Um,
1: but I'm like, it felt different. Yeah. I was like, that was my water. Yeah. And it wasn't a gush. Um, Mm -hmm. it was just like a leak, like a small. So like I went to the bathroom or whatever to check things out, and um, it was very green yeah um and so it kind of looked like pea soup kind of chunky um ish. yeah
0: you knew something wasn't something
1: right. was not right I was like
0: uh, this isn't
1: normal yeah but I I just had a piece of that like mm-hmm. I didn't freak out mm-hmm. and you know so we called um the hers were like our people like mm-hmm. they were on call to watch our kids because mm-hmm. our families live out of town the hearse have been that, those people for us too. <laughs> yeah, they're so, we like took our big kids. I called my mom and she like, she had her bag packed. So yeah. she, they live an hour and a half away. So she came, she came, heard my dad came um, down. And luckily it was a Sunday. So neither of them were, my dad wasn't working. He was home and um, he travels a lot. So thankfully he was home mm-hmm. during this time. And so we called, I called the doc, the success planning on doing family beginnings. I called them, they didn't mm-hmm. answer, so I called the regular nurse and you know, called the doctor. Those all the, made all those calls. Yes. And no one seemed like alarmed yeah. by things and so um we did the whole drop kids off and went to the hospital and yeah. You know, we just walked in like mm-hmm. that. Pe- that just so peaceful walking yeah. into that hospital. I haven't really thought about how, that until now. Like yeah. how peaceful it was, and but the contractions. Gosh, we're so slow starting too. Like, yeah. I was waiting. You know, I had to go through check-in. It yeah. was like you send in paperwork at the hospital,
0: and you still have to go through. <laughs> still this takes stuff. a long like, time.
1: Can't I just like nobody's Look.
0: in a hurry let's go yeah yeah, yeah. And so
1: they had to like give me my wristbands yeah. and all that and I had to go through the triage which I wasn't like excited about that I did it and
0: yeah and she mentioned family beginnings before so she had uh, been set up to go to the natural birthing center mm-hmm. we have here in Dayton um but when you got there the plan changed
1: yeah well because I thought when I saw my water, I thought, "Yeah, I'm not gonna be able to do failing beginnings because yeah. as soon as your risk at all goes up, you can't go." Yeah. So you know, I've tried to, third times. It, I thought maybe this time I'll get to do it. Mm-hmm. Every time I've wanted to do it, something happens yeah. and I can't yeah. do it. <laughs> so um, I even had to like prove that Marlo wasn't too big. Like I had to have an ultrasound to prove mm-hmm. that she wasn't too big to have the mm-hmm. beginnings, and mm-hmm. we passed the test. So I thought I was like, "This is it. We're yeah. gonna do it." Yeah. But. Um, my nurse, my delivery nurse, was a family beginnings nurse. Very cool, because they transition them over there if they don't if they need them or yeah. if they don't have any babies. Yeah, so um, yeah, so I had to sit in that triage for a while, and um, man, talking about all this is gonna bring up my feelings towards hospital care. yeah, so.
0: yeah, um. So I'll try not to
1: let that frustration get to me.
0: <laughs> um, but in all reality, there's a lot of feelings that come uh, with each part of the process. There is, so it's worth mentioning just that was, there was some frustration It with was. It. I was frustrated because I knew things
1: weren't right, but, like, no one was playing it, like, treating it like it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. the nurse, like, came, like, I had the monitor and, like, Guys, man, it just at this point like was just like gushing yeah. out of yeah. me the water, like yeah. the
0: fluids and um she was actually still texting <laughs> us at this point and she used the wave emoji like it was just like waves like at a time. Like it wasn't like yeah. it just kept
1: gushing. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like how much is in me? Yeah. Um and so the no one seemed alarmed and then the nurse had me like walk back to a different room of triage mm-hmm. um, to like do a check mm-hmm. to check me I don't mm-hmm. understand why they don't do it they like, do it in a private room mm-hmm. anyways the things they have you do when you're contracting are really interesting <laughs> um, like I remember with Finley they're like here be in the scat but I'm like I'm contracting like yeah. severely I yeah. was like in transition
0: and, <laughs> this is not going to I'm happen like, like, right now yeah
1: so um, so she had me walk back there and I I had, like, um, leggings on, so I felt like that was good. It was, like, helping Mm -hmm. control things. But she had me, like, (laughs) take my clothes off and put, like, a gown on. And it just went everywhere. I was, like, I'm so sorry, (laughs) girls. Like, I just felt so bad. She had to clean it up, and it was just green and gross. And So, anyways, um, she put me back on the monitor, and they – the no- delivering nurse came in and was like, the doctor wants to start you on Pitocin. And I was mm-hmm. like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. Like, no one's talked to me, like, about yeah. anything. And I wanted to have natural, like, I don't want the drugs if I don't need them. Yeah. And so I was able to, like, com- she was talk to the doctor and we decided to do, like, a saline. Mm-hmm. Um instead because yeah. she's like sometimes that fluid will just help push yeah. you forward Yeah. so they wanted to get me moving quickly mm-hmm. but um, they eventually explained because um, the nurse the triage nurse didn't do a good job at explaining this and so after asking it a few times to the delivery nurse her Marlo's heart rate was never dropping so mm-hmm. there wasn't like a rush for like a c-section Yeah. so she was not in distress ever yeah. But it wasn't going up. So mm-hmm. like when you contract delivery yeah. is like can when you contract it's exercise on the baby too. So their right. heart rate should go up. Yeah. It should spike and then it comes back down. And hers was never spiking. Hmm. It just remained a constant yeah. strong heartbeat. Which she always had a good heartbeat at all my checkups too. So yeah. um all my ultra I had three ultrasounds with her and all my checkups like there was never flags that anything was wrong um, and so mm-hmm. they had um, my pregnant it was fast just five hours mm-hmm. I went from like one centimeter to her being born yeah in five hours that is pretty fast. I pushed I pushed like twice mm-hmm. and she was the first time though the doctor was like um that that wasn't good. <laughs> Because oh, I breathed no. through it. Oh. I just forgot to not breathe and push. And yeah. So I'm like breathing through it. Yeah. And he was like, next time, try not breathing. <laughs> and so that second push, like, I just pushed her out. Yeah. Um, Some strength there. Yeah. yeah. And um, so she came out and... Um, there was the green stuff. Just I felt so terrible. Like sprayed all over the doctor <laughs> and on camera. And I haven't shoes. heard these details before. Mindy. I haven't told you this. No. Gosh, I, heard, I remember I seeing it and soon. just being like, "Oh my gosh!" Like all these details just coming Just because they up. all the extra fluids they were yeah. putting yeah in me like they were working. Sorry for all yeah. the TMI details, yeah. but like at me they yeah. put yeah to help dilute it. Yeah, they were hoping it would help dilute, and so. Yeah. There was just lots of fluids, and they all sprayed out, and she, yeah. her head was, like, the plug, and yeah. out came all the fluids. Yeah. Um, but they had a resuscitation team there. Yeah. Um, they gave us that heads up, like, we're going to have him here just in case. Yeah. And like, we don't
0: know what's going on here. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so they immediately had gave her, like, she came out, like, kind of gr- grayish, purplish color, covered in green goo. Mm. And so they took her over there and, like, wiped her down, and... um gave her some oxygen, they had like the tiniest little O2 tank, like mm-hmm. the tiniest, and like a mask, and so they gave her some oxygen and um, that, and then they um, tried laying her on my chest, mm-hmm. which was something I was so looking forward to, mm-hmm. you know, when you have your baby and they come out.
0: It's like the moment yes, you've been waiting for. you're know, like,
1: all that hard work, right, Yeah, and um yeah, that moment you just get to hold them, and so they laid her there, and she was really squirmy. She mm-hmm. didn't want to latch on, but they were hoping that that would help regulate her. That's mm-hmm. why you do skin to skin, skin to skin, right? Even with NICU babies, because yeah. it helps regulate them mm-hmm. and comfort them. And they know
0: their mama, and that calms yeah. them
1: down. Yeah, and they would. So they were hoping that would help her breathing. She was kind of gaspy. Um, Just had an irregular breathing going Mm -hmm. on, and it didn't, and so they brought in the NICU team, and they took her to the NICU. Um, Mm -hmm. It was like this huge cart, like basically everything you need to care for a NICU baby was on this cart. Yeah, Um, and so they took her there, and um, but yeah, uh, I'm I'm so glad this. That whole time, we was the first time we had a birth photographer. Mm-hmm. And so um, she was amazing. And um, I'm so glad we had her capturing all the all moments. That. Yeah. yeah. It was one of those two like, last baby, we're doing this. Yeah. Get a photographer, you right. know? Right. So we're photographers. Why don't we do these things? <laughs> but the other babies we had, Cameron had like his camera ready. Yeah. So we have like those super, like, fresh out of the womb photos. Yeah. yeah. But. Um, like I have a picture of them laying thinly on my chest. Mm-hmm. Cameron took it, which is mm-hmm. special. But mm-hmm. I wanted him present for yeah. this one. And looking back, like that was God again yeah. preparing us for being fully present mm-hmm. during this time. Because mm-hmm. um, yeah. my it was you know I did a natural it was a natural birth. Yeah, and, you know they're hard. Yeah, so I needed Cameron that whole time, and um, it happened very quickly. Yeah. Um, going from not dilated to full baby in five yeah. hours. yeah, And um, it was just very quick and painful. But so I'm glad that Sarah was there. And yeah. she was just such a calm presence and very, just a gift.
0: Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Awesome. So then what happened? Um,
1: again, frustration with the hospital because no one was updating us. Mm-hmm. Like, they took her. And, like, I didn't see her for, like, an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe two hours Mm with our nurse would call and check in and, um, the whole NICU just, I just felt like they just did not communicate with us. Mm -hmm. And I just felt like they didn't treat me like I was her mom. Mm -hmm. Like she was a separate patient from Mm me. Mm -hmm. Um, I just felt like, I'm like, I deserve
0: this respect. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. I just delivered her. She's my baby. Mm -hmm. Like, um, and but, after she's been with you for nine months to just not Well, and you, like, have, had, mom, instant, or, like, mama yeah. bear instinct yeah. of, like, I want to protect her.
1: Yeah. But, and so, anyways, like, that's where we went first before we went to my room was to the NICU. Um, but through this whole thing, I had that mindset, though, of, like, I need to remember to take care of myself. Like, mm-hmm. I just had a baby. and mm-hmm. I'm exhausted. I need to eat. Yeah. Like, I... I needed to
0: pump for her, you know, like all those things that, um,
1: you know. Very physically
0: traumatic things just happened to you and you're having to heal and recover as well. Yeah, so it was
1: a back and forth between my room and the NICU. And I mean, it was a 20, we were only in Dayton for, gosh, 20. 24 hours yeah no, like not even 24 hours yeah so it was a lot of I mean we had they did a lot of testing and a lot of questions mm-hmm. and no one really knew what was wrong yeah um they just kept trying to pull they thought it was merconium so like a baby pooping mm-hmm. while in in you that's yeah. what they thought that was yeah and um no one's ever said it it wasn't but yeah um I'll tell this later on but um other doctors that said I ah, we don't think that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Or you know they just said we were not sure if that's what it was. That's, yeah. You know, they kind of worded it very cautiously. Right, right. So that's what they thought it was. So they just really focused on trying to clear out her her stomach mm-hmm. of it um and clearing her lungs. Mm-hmm. Um her lungs were actually pretty clear. Mm-hmm. Um I mean they had some but they were I think able to pull it out but she had a lot of buildup of fluids and so it was putting pressure on her lungs mm-hmm. and so that's what it was hard to breathe mm-hmm. um so yeah but all of our my parents got to see her in the NICU and Cameron's mm-hmm. parents and his sister got to see her in the NICU mm-hmm. they live in St. Louis so as soon as we went to labor we called them and they came and they headed out yeah um and so they were there shortly after she was born mm-hmm. So the family got to be with her. Yeah. And it's, our it's Our kids didn't. Like yeah. they came into the hospital room after she was born and were yeah. like, She's not in here. Yeah. Like they were so excited about meeting her. Mm. Um and so they didn't get to see her in the NICU because mm-hmm. of the their kids. Yeah. And they the whole like trying to gather their shot records
0: and all yeah. that, the NICU rules. Yeah. It was a lot, yeah, yeah, It just wasn't happening. <laughs> if we at would that have point. figured it out if she were there longer, right, right. But. but it was pretty quick because at some point they decided she yeah. needs to go somewhere else. Yeah. So overnight,
1: um, Cameron and I got some sleep in our room, and then we went back for rounds. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like before we even got back for rounds, the day doctor mm-hmm. um, came to our room and said, "We think we need. It's a GI issue." Mm-hmm. And we wanted her to transition to a specialist, and so they wanted to change, send her to Children's mm-hmm. somewhere, and so they kind of were like, "Well, Dayton or Cincinnati, like mm-hmm. those are you know some great options." And I said, "Well, how about Nationwide Columbus? Mm-hmm. Um, my brother um, is a PICU mm-hmm. n- nurse there, and my sister-in-law is a she works in, in the PICU, but she's also on the pain team." Mm-hmm. Um, and I just like, I know Nationwide is mm-hmm. like, I, I was just had a familiarity with it mm-hmm. because they worked there. I just had this underlying trust with it. Mm-hmm. And they were like, yeah, yeah, perfect. Let's like, do we'll it. send her, let's yeah. do it. Um, and so next thing <laughs> I knew, it happened so quickly, um, she was being um, geared up to ride in a helicopter. Mm-hmm. Our kids still say like, she got to ride in a helicopter and we haven't. Like,
0: (laughs) I'm jealous,
1: yeah. yeah, Nothing like sending your new baby off Mm -hmm. in a helicopter by herself. Mm -hmm. Um, But the nurses, there was a respiratory therapist Mm -hmm. and a nurse that flew with them from Mm -hmm. Nationwide. They came and picked her up. And they were two men and they were amazing. Mm -hmm. Like one of them was just talking to her Mm -hmm. like in the sweetest way Mm -hmm. and he Was just he was the respiratory therapist and he was just so awesome. Mm. And um, they put these tiny little like foam things on her ears, Aww, like because wow. you know, helicopters they wear yeah. headphones, yeah. like they were these tiny little foam <laughs> ones, they were so cute. We have pictures of her. I was like, Cameron, take a picture of her in that, yeah, like yeah. that's so it cute, so adorable. Um, but yeah, so they. At this point, like she was put on oxygen before this, and then a CPAP, mm-hmm. and then they intubated her to f- they f- to fly. They have to intubate. Mm-hmm. Um, so she f- took off to Columbus, mm-hmm. and Cameron went home, showered, and took off afterward. Mm-hmm. It's like a twenty minute flight. Mm-hmm. I think. Gosh, that's fast because we drive to Columbus like once all a week, the for, time, all the time for work. And I'm like, Gosh, if I could get there in twenty minutes, that would yeah. be awesome. We need a helicopter. Yeah. But so um, I my OB Dr. Wood showed up at that time to check on me. Mm -hmm. Um he didn't get to deliver her, Mm -hmm. but um he came to check on me because he's so sweet. And um he had no idea what was wrong. He didn't he had no idea that anything was wrong. Yeah. Um again that communication was just lacking. Yeah. And so you could he met us in the NICU as they were loading her up and you could just see like on his face the confusion. Yeah. The like he felt so terrible. Yeah. Like you could tell he was trying to figure it out. Like, Mm -hmm. what did I miss? What did like what happened? Man. Um and so he um after the helicopter took off, we went back to my room and Cameron and I talked with him for a little while. Mm -hmm. And um
0: it was just really good. Again, and, in your all your prenatal care, there was yeah, never any no indication signs. that yeah, something like was wrong. Yeah, like all those
1: ultrasounds, right.
0: nothing was like no
1: red flags. And yeah. so he um, he was like, I didn't have to ask, and he's like, You want to go, don't you? Mm-hmm. And you know, you can't leave. It wasn't even like yeah, it was like twenty hours. Right, you know, they're right. like, He's like, you want He's like. Yeah. You want to go, don't you? And I'm yeah. like, yeah. And yeah. he was like, okay, yeah, you do. Like, yeah. I want to send you. And mm. he released me early. And mm. he, like, looked at Cameron and was like, make sure she takes care of herself. Mm. Um, but he, like, and so Cameron left. He followed Marlo. And um, I just, like, the peace that I had, like, we... Again, just thought she's going to go to Children's and Mm -hmm. she's going to get the care she needs. Mm -hmm. They're going to figure out what's wrong and she's going to get better. Mm -hmm. Um, We just had that hope and I was just peaceful, you know, Mm -hmm. so peaceful. Like the fact that Cameron and I were able to get sleep. Mm -hmm. um, I woke up to pump and went back to sleep. Mm -hmm. You know, like Mm -hmm. we were... um, we were able to rest, looking back, back. I'm like, gosh, I should have just stayed in the NICU the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like, you question, like, was I making, mm-hmm. like, I felt like I failed her, but mm-hmm. I didn't. Like, I no. know that. Thanks for the tissues. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so, like, I ordered lunch. Like, I had ordered lunch before, um, because I was like, why. Well, like, I'm going to eat. It's free, hospital. It's paid
0: for. Yeah. Um, I know we've had this sense that, um, just as much as you love and wanted to take care of Marlo, God sees you as his daughter, yeah. just like you see Marlo as your daughter. Yeah. And he wanted to take care of you yeah. because he knew what was coming, yeah. and he wanted you to be rested and fed and showered going into it. Yes, yeah.
1: like my mom brought picked up our son, Holden, from school. Mm-hmm. The kids went to school that day. And so she picked him up and brought him, and he – ate with me like Mm -hmm. we sat and we ate in the hospital room and like Mm -hmm. looking back i'm like i should have not eaten i should have just gone and like no but like we had it was like a beautiful like calm yeah of like eating hospital pizza like wasn't (laughs) even amazing food but like um we ordered like you can get so much food from the hospital (laughs) when you order but like we ordered food and we ate that and um my mom helped us pack up and, like, mm-hmm. make sure we got everything. And, mm-hmm. like, I went home. I took a shower. Mm-hmm. The sh- shower after birth is, like, the best shower. <laughs> um, but, like, I showered. Yep. And I was able, like, I packed up my clothes because mm-hmm. I'm thinking, like, a week. Like, we're going to need a week. And so yeah. I packed up clothes for my kids. I packed up clothes for um, myself mm-hmm. and Cameron. <laughs> um mm-hmm. And so it was just like Yeah. Um so peaceful. My mom yeah. and I got in the car and my um sister in law called Lindsay mm-hmm. and she's like, I just talked to this at, to children. Mm-hmm. Like she was so helpful during this whole thing and she's like, I called to see who the surgeon was gonna be, Because mm. they called me and said, Marlo's, we ran tests, we're gonna do they decided to do um an exploratory surgery to figure mm-hmm. out what was wrong because mm-hmm. um, I knew it was something in her GI tract mm-hmm. and so um, they called me to get approval um, but then as they were talking to me Cameron walked into her room mm. and they were like "Up, oh, dad's here and mm-hmm. they basically just like I mean I got they did like okay we're done talking to you we're mm-hmm. going to talk to him cuz he's here in person mm-hmm. so we can get that signature. Mm-hmm. I was giving like a verbal consent mm-hmm. cuz um so but I didn't say this but it was amazing cuz I was worried about Cameron because he's he processes different than me mm-hmm. and he just wasn't talking. Mm-hmm. You could tell it was getting to him. I was very peaceful but he was like in his head mm-hmm. and he was not talking, he was crying, like he Mm -hmm. was just under distress, I could tell. He wasn't crying, but he was just holding it all in. And I reached out to our friends and I was like, guys, like I'm concerned for Cameron, Mm -hmm. like pray for him. And two of our friends showed up at our house and Mm -hmm. met him and said, we're going with you to Columbus. Mm -hmm. So one friend drove separate Mm -hmm. and another friend drove him, Mm -hmm. Cameron. And, um, so he wasn't. I was just, alone. He wasn't alone. Mm-hmm. Through like they stopped. They ate Chick Fil A. Like <laughs> again that piece. Like, but it was just so. I'm just so glad that he was not alone. Yeah. Um. In that. Mm-hmm. So anyways, my Lindsay, my sister-in-law called me after like we all like she's having surgery. Yeah. Like texted the family and Lindsay called on our drive to Columbus and said, I know the anesthesiologists. They're the best. Mm. Uh, the surgeon is great. Like she yeah. was just so reaffirming for us in that. And so my mom and I really hung up and we we're saying to each other, like, gosh, God, thank you. Mm-hmm. Like for this, for Lindsay's connections and like for getting her to Columbus. And we were just so hopeful, you yeah. know? And um, so we get to Columbus. I could see Cameron up He was in the surgical waiting room. Mm -hmm. No one else could go up there because they have a strict rule at the NICU in Columbus. You get four people on your list Mm -hmm. that can go. Mm -hmm. And we were like, who do we put? Like, our family is bigger than four people. Yeah,
0: exactly. You know,
1: like, who do we put? Um, He put my mom because she's my mom.
0: Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Um,
1: But we just were like, we didn't know. Mm -hmm. And so um, he was up there, but our friends and our family... Um, we're waiting in the big lobby, like mm-hmm. the main hospital lobby. So my mom and I got checked in and um, a nurse came down to get, like, escort us upstairs. Um, and during this time, um, Cameron had, so that was my ex- side of it, but mm-hmm. Cameron, like, was able to walk Marlo to surgery mm-hmm. you know and like kiss her and um just keep praying over mm-hmm. her and he w- breaks my heart that he was like alone mm-hmm. then waiting in the surgery room but so they told him it's gonna we don't keep newborns under for under an hour it's gonna be an hour max yeah. like we don't keep him under that longer than that um and so he set, waited and then the nurse came out and said okay she's We have the, she's ready to go. Like she had her drugs, you know, she's Mm -hmm. all hooked up. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to start the clock. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, okay, so Mm -hmm. an hour, um, not even 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. And they came back out, Mm -hmm. the surgeon and a nurse and Cameron knew something was wrong Mm -hmm. at that point. Mm -hmm. Um, he's like, they didn't have to say anything. I could just Just see see it. it. Yeah. Um, and so they took him to this side conference room, um, and that's where I met him. Mm-hmm. Um, they told Cameron what happened before they told, before I got up there, mm-hmm. which at one point I was like, why didn't they wait? Yeah. But at the same time, uh, God gave me my strong husband, mm-hmm. um, to be there for me in that moment. Like, mm-hmm. um, let him hear it first, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. me. Um, I don't remember everything that was said, um, but when I walked into that room, I I didn't know what they were gonna say. Mm-hmm. Um, but as soon as I sat down, like, you could feel this the somberness in mm. the room. I don't know if that... Yeah. Um, But I sat down in the surge and just said, like, they, she said things, but all I can remember is she was was incompatible with life. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, like, I forever hate that word. (laughs) Yeah. Incompatible. Um, Hmm. And I was just like in kind of like shock of like, did I just hear it? Like, was those the words I actually heard? Yeah. Like, what? Like yeah. I don't understand because she was healthy and like. Yeah. I just remember looking at camera and be like, "What the heck? <laughs> like, what just happened." I said that. Like, what the heck? Like, what? Like this yeah. is doesn't make sense. It's not registering with me because. Surreal. She was healthy. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Um, looking back on my pictures from the hospital you know they put your goals of birth on the wall and it yeah. said have a healthy baby mm. So yeah. but my mom was in the she came up with me and I just remember her being like oh no 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 like yeah. she just kept saying no yeah. and we were just kind of like in disbelief of yeah. like what is happening what is happening Yeah. but from that point on, like, the spirit, like, guided us the rest of the way. Yeah. Um. We immediately went from, like, we knew what to do. Mm-hmm. Like, our hearts were in the same place, Cameron and I. Our hearts were in the same place. We didn't have to, we didn't question each other Mm -hmm. we could speak and know that we were speaking for both of us Mm um but we're like i was like we need we need our people Mm -hmm. like we need Mm -hmm. um cameron went and he called um mike and nick were downstairs and he called them and they called Mm -hmm. you like our friends jill was one of them Mm -hmm. and they they were immediately on their way Mm -hmm. um i don't even I've never asked. I've kind of wondered, but like, what was that like? What was that phone call like? Mm. Um, um, Cameron called our pastor, and he called a friend to take our friend, photographer friend, Mm. um, Benjamin, who lives really close. uh, Mm. um, And he called um, two pastors. He called our current pastor and our old pastor Mm. um, because both played such we're just strong rocks in our faith that we're like we have to call like it was one of those like i'm gonna call garrison and we're like and call rob too like it was just a like and they came like everybody no one hesitated everybody came my mom had to call cameron's parents because they were headed um they were gonna head back to st louis Mm. and um my mom said, Nope, turn around and come this way. Yeah. Yeah. Like they need you. Yeah. And so they did. And, um, so everybody came and, um, it, yeah, from there on out, gosh, like it was just, I felt like, um, you know, you, that's the footprints in the sand. Yeah. Um, it was God's, I felt like from this point on was God's footprints and not ours the whole time because he was carrying us the whole way. Um, he was so faithful every step of the yeah, journey. Like, yeah. Like I felt like we just floated, like coasted through it mm-hmm. and, um, and the staff there was just amazing. Like they brought in like a counselor into the room and, a chaplain mm-hmm. you know and um we were just like okay can we see her mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. uh, we want to see her mm-hmm. um and then they gave us this special room there um called the caroline room and it's named after a little girl mm-hmm. whose family had a a nikki story mm-hmm. um but it was a room designated for this purpose, mm-hmm. um, because those NICU rooms are so tiny, mm-hmm. and no one, not everyone's allowed back. And this mm-hmm. room allows you to just be in comfort, mm-hmm. um, and just be with your kids, mm-hmm. you know, as they're passing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, so it was big, and. Um, we were assigned like our own nurse. Like she, those, bless those nurses, yeah. sat like in folding chairs outside of our room mm-hmm. with like a computer on a cart. Like mm-hmm. that was their, what <laughs> they that did. That was their station. Yeah. But they were so amazing and c- kind and like just sweet. Yeah. Um, and so they were the best. And so were the doctors and the pain team, all of them that came and talked to us. Mm-hmm. And, um, but anyways, it was just a beautiful time. And so Cameron and I saw her first. Mm-hmm. Um, then we had our pastors and Ben come back too. Mm-hmm. I Actually, we had Ben come back with us when we mm-hmm. saw her because we wanted every moment we could capture. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he came back. I mean, this was like... I don't even know what time Mm -hmm. you lost one all sense of time. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't even know.
0: (laughs) It had to have been.
1: (laughs) It was like middle of the night, like super late, maybe like 10, like nine or 10
0: PM was when we got there. And, and I know you called us back maybe an hour later after that. So
1: it's so like all these people like so late at night. And it was, um, so Ben came back with us and took pictures of us seeing her and being with her. Um, she was intubated and, like, had all the tu- like They took out some tubes that were surgical, like mm-hmm. IVs and stuff, but she had an IV for pain and an IV, IV for nutrition, and mm-hmm. she was still intubated mm-hmm. um, because of post op stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, our kids have yet to meet her. Mm-hmm. And so, we had the pastors come back because I said to Cameron, when. Everyone, I want this room to be spirit-filled. Mm-hmm. And I felt like the pastors filled that role mm-hmm. of, like, protecting it, mm-hmm. setting that up for mm-hmm. us, um, and just being that person, mm-hmm. um, speaking God's words. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just wanted them to be that presence. And so they were in there. Well, they So they met her, and then— We went out and talked to our kids in the hallway Mm -hmm. and um, told them what was going on. And um, because no one had told them, my mom made sure, like, we're gonna protect them Mm -hmm. and let it come from us. And so we just told them that she was sick and that she was dying. Um, We tried something that we've learned through this whole process, Mm -hmm. talking, walking through the death. And through the grief is being honest with our kids and so just open like yeah. so we talked to them and told them what was happening mm-hmm. and it clicked with them a little mm-hmm. um it's our family dog passed away mm-hmm. in our home mm-hmm. and um they remembered that yeah. and I feel like it was God allowing us to walk through, looking back, it was his Mm -hmm. way of preparing us a little of walking our kids through a death of something they love. Right. Um,
0: And kind of talking through that, I think. Gave them a little bit more of an understanding of. Maybe the experience and yeah. what was or like, to come. Yeah, the
1: finality of death yep. even. Because um, that's something that this hospital gave us, like, a paper on childhood grief. And yeah. they said kids can struggle to understand the finality of it. Mm-hmm. And they think, oh, they'll be back tomorrow. But, right. like, um, I think God just helped prepare their little hearts kind yeah. of in a way. Yeah. Um, protecting them a little through that. Um, but so then we took them in and that like we just had a really special family time Mm -hmm. because then it was one of the we just never been in that place of like in Dayton they never really offered to let us hold her yeah they did and then they're like oh rounds are gonna start so let's not move her yet yeah and then things happened and I just never got to hold her Mm. um and so it makes me sad to think about like Did she miss me? Mm -hmm. Like, was she? Did she feel alone? Mm -hmm. Um, So, but from that moment on, she was never not held. Mm. um, At in Columbus, Um, yeah. So like, I held her, and they like clipped her tubes to my shoulder, and the kids and I. They were intimidated by all the tubes, and it was kind of stupid. Darn tubes, oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the beeping you know, they turned the beeping of like the breathing off. Um, and so, but uh, but I held her, and so we tried, you know, we talked about her tiny fingers and her toes because she physically was perfect on the outside, like. So you beautiful. Have known anything was wrong. She was pink. She yeah. was chunky. Just delicious was, looking. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so we we just had this special family time, and then we had our our families come back and allowed her. and then everybody held her, took turns holding her, and, um, and then our friends came
0: back and hmm. got to meet her. And um, and, you know, what Mindy told us when we came back was um, my baby's going to be whole again soon. And there was a look of peace on your face. And then we just got to hold each other and cry. And um, it was like it was cl- it was. There were all the emotions happening at once, but just such a clarity of mind and presence about what the Lord was doing in this moment was making Marlo whole. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like we, it was so sad to lose her and Mm -hmm. to the baby we wanted, Mm -hmm. but very quickly I was like, she's sick, but she's not going to be sick anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, and I just had that. We just had that for sure faith and that hope and like yeah that trust that like what God was doing. yes yeah. Um but it was just a beautiful moment of like our pastors praying. Benjamin got the most beautiful picture of Rob praying. Mm. Um because he was kind of standing by us and our us and our kids were sitting on the couch and Rob's hands yeah. are like out yeah. like over the room and yeah. he's praying and it's just a beautiful photo of yeah. Just felt like God covering the room, you know? Yeah. And um, it was beautiful. And I feel like we sang a
0: song. Greatest I Faithfulness. Greatest I Faithfulness,
1: yeah. And um, it was just amazing. Yeah. Uh, so from there, we decided to, there's a word, ex, extubate. I don't remember the word.
0: We take out the tubes. Detube yeah. her, yeah. is what I said. Right, is right. Is what I say. Take yeah. out
1: her breathing tube. You know, yeah. we were ready. Mm-hmm. Like we like soaked her in mm-hmm. and we were ready mm-hmm. and, um, everybody left the room, but everybody stayed, they were just down the hall mm-hmm. and, um, we didn't know what would happen. Mm-hmm. Right. So what she said, how they kind of talked us through that process mm-hmm. of, it could be minutes, it could be days, yeah. like you don't know. Yeah. Um, And so we took the tubes out, and um, they left her IV. She had fentanyl and then, like, a nutrition IV, basically, to help her stay pink.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) To help her. Yeah. Help her. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And uh, she – I get – so anyways, we took it out. She had the whole breathing. Mm-hmm. We we were like, this is it. Mm-hmm. We put our camera on the table, and we've never watched it, guys, but we took a video of us. We have this song that we sang. We started with Holden. It's like Jesus loves the little children, but we changed the words and like added our kids' names to it. <laughs> we sang that to her, mm-hmm. and... Um, we prayed mm-hmm. and, like, just, like, almost pleaded with God in that moment. Mm-hmm. Like, take her. Yeah. Like, we're ready, Lord. Yeah. Like, take her. Yeah, And he didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and so at first it was kind of a struggle of, like, why is he, like, doing this? Yeah. And it was sometimes we had a false sense of, like, she's getting better. Because she started breathing like really regular on her own, yeah. Her heart was strong, and we're like, "What is happening?" Yeah, like, and so, but sometimes, um, so it it lasted a couple days, like two days, Mm -hmm. um, a day and a half ish, and um, but her breathing would change on and off, Mm -hmm. and um, the team was amazing at the sec especially the second pain team because you know they're they have different teams every day because they work shifts yeah. and the second paint team um that doctor my sister-in-law Lindsay actually works with him mm. and she's like he's wonderful hmm. and she was able to talk to him before he even came to see us mm. about our situation and so he talked us through like because we could just i felt like we had said goodbye like so many times you know um and So he was able to talk us through, like, do we have days, hours, and minutes is kind of how they talk, you mm-hmm. like, in death, you mm-hmm. know, like, you have days left, you have minutes, mm-hmm. and he was like, I would say we're in the hours to days, mm-hmm. like, in between there, um, but, so it was really helpful, but I felt like God, through this time, gave us many opportunities to care for her mm-hmm. like we would our baby. Mm-hmm. We got to bathe her. Um, I bathed her. Mm-hmm. Um, I pumped, and we used my melt to uh, moisturize her mouth and her lips, mm-hmm. um, what they call oral care. Mm. Um, we did skin-to-skin on my chest. Um one night when everybody was gone except Nick came back, bless that man, came back. And <laughs> our
0: friend uh, Nick is a baby whisperer. He is a yeah. baby like he always does. You need so someone well to hold them. your baby. Yeah. Nick will hold your baby. Yeah, and he
1: did so. Cameron and I could rest a little. Yeah. Um, but even that first night, the first night we were there, I had just you know it's been an exhausting yeah twenty four hours, and so Cameron and I, I was feeling it mentally and. Um, our friends took turns holding her, and our family mm-hmm. took turns holding Marlo, so we could rest. Yeah. Um, and it was perfect. Her breathing changed, and I felt like it was the perfect person holding her was mm-hmm. Sarah. Um, I feel like it was Sarah who was holding mm-hmm. her, and who was a, a NICU nurse or a, she was a a nurse at Children's, but she worked in gosh you guys I think she worked in what do you call the nurses that palliative t- yeah, care yeah. so she was like an end of life care mm-hmm. nurse mm-hmm. so but like it woke us up mm-hmm. her and her breathing and she handed her to me and it was just beautiful mm-hmm. I think um but we um, just felt like we learned her breathing mm-hmm. we learned um so when that second night, we got to hand her to Nick and say, mm-hmm. it was like hitting our kid to a babysitter. Yeah. Say, here's what to look out for. Yeah. Here's what my kids do. Mm-hmm. Here's what. And um, it was really kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Like, we got to parent her in that way. Yes. And um, she, it was just really special. <laughs> um, every time that we got to say bye to her, the first time, you know, we thought we were saying goodbye to her um it was a lot of prayer mm-hmm. um another time I was like I heard when her breathing was different we just read I said Cameron, I think we need to tell her what heaven's gonna be like mm-hmm. and so we got we just read scripture over her that mm-hmm. was talked about heaven mm-hmm. and what she was gonna see you know like yeah as parents, our role is to introduce them to Jesus. Yeah. And I felt like this was part of our way. Like this is what you're gonna see. Yeah. And so I it was just again the spirit guiding us in that of like oh, it was just so good. Yeah. Um but yeah, like yeah. Uh, I learned I, I didn't care for myself well. Mm. My f- ankles swelled. I never swelled yeah. through pregnancies, postpartum, but man, my feet got so swollen <laughs> during this, guys. Like, yep, so swollen. Um,
0: but it was just beautiful. And um, I know that the team there helped you capture a lot of. Um... Yeah. a lot of Marlowe as far as you they know. Ha- yeah. yeah, they
1: have this team that their job is just to help you capture yeah. your kids. Yeah. So we have like molds of a hand and her foot. Mm-hmm. Um, the first they did the foot because they're like, do I hand or foot? And so we said foot because baby feet are cute. <laughs> and, so cute. Um, And then they saw it and were like oh, that's really cute. Can we have a hand? Yeah. And they did it. Yeah. <laughs> um, they put her handprints on a board and her footprints they're in our living room yeah um and then they put one of her hands on a big board yeah um and then we later added our big kids hands so mm. we have all three handprints on there together
0: it's so special
1: um i feel like heartbeat they recorded yeah. her heartbeat on a i didn't know this even happened they yeah. did it while i was sleeping they recorded her heartbeat on a like a USB stick and gave that to us. Yeah. Um, and Fiddly put it inside of a build a bear. Mm-hmm. It's rec- it's a recording of a recording and so, <laughs> of a recording. And so, like we had to record it onto our phones and then yeah. record that into the bear. And so it kind of just sounds like a a train. Yeah, inside the bear. <laughs>
2: But, but you guys know what, know it, what is, it is. Yeah,
1: and yeah. It's it's actually a kitty. It's a kitty, a rainbow kitty. Yeah. Um, so, but it was yeah. just awesome, and um, we never were alone there. Mm-hmm. My mom stayed the whole time, but friends mm-hmm. came and went, and mm-hmm. um, it was just wonderful.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Mm. So. God gave you, you know. I know you were wondering at, at first why is this taking so long, but it seemed then the um, perfect amount of time for you to be able to parent her, to see God's faithfulness through your friends, yeah. to be able to tell her about Jesus and heaven, yeah. and um, experience all those uh, those. Uh, we had a full, a very...
1: like, solid day with her there. Yeah. So you know, like, it wasn't a short stay. Yeah. Like, it was yeah. just a good time yeah 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 we bought these beautiful blankets that I was gonna wrap her in and take her pictures at Mm -hmm. home and um that's what she lived in she didn't she was she wore a diaper but she was naked the whole time yeah um yeah we just those are hanging Finley slept with the flower one for a little bit but Mm -hmm. I had to take it away because it was getting a hole in it yeah <laughs> so you didn't care for that i like nope it's going on the wall yeah so they hang on a hook um yeah. in her corner of our room yeah um with both blankets and then I just recently hung um her gown her night yeah like the gown that we got it's the same color as her room yeah and a headband like those are all hanging yeah um in the corner of our room where her bassinet was yeah so um sometimes I take them down and sleep with them
0: yep. yeah
1: yeah <laughs> kids wake up they're like oh you slept with your blanket i'm like yeah i did yes like i is. own it it's my marlo <laughs> blanket." yeah yeah and it just comforts me yeah and yeah um so sometimes when i have a hard time falling asleep um yeah. but so the last few hours with her um i don't no, if it's seeing other people pass even our dog like I slept on the couch when our dog was sick that, mm. and hearing her breathing change yeah. right before she passed you know yeah. and Marlo's she did this thing like a croaking sound mm-hmm. um which I remember my grandma doing mm-hmm. and it kind of signifies the end mm-hmm. is near. like it's mm-hmm. their last breath. it's you close. know their body shutting down um and I heard that and I was like we need to get our kids because mm-hmm. I think it was just us and my parents in the room and I was like we like go get the kids and um so they brought the kids down from the beginning we had told our kids when it's the end. Like we're going to like sing with her, mm-hmm. um, holy, 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 because that's the song she's gonna sing when entering heaven. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what the um, the angels. You know, mm-hmm. that's what they sing to mm-hmm. God. And so I said, that's what we're gonna sing with her. Mm-hmm. And so the kids came in, and um, th- I will let me go back real quick and say that after detubing her and um, I I wanted our kids to hold her. I wanted them to be those big siblings that I was looking forward to seeing them do Mm -hmm. and God gave us that (sighs) through Snapchat Um, because they were nervous about her at first Um, and so I was holding her and like I have little magnets of these pictures on my fridge but we started. They got close to her um, through Snapchat filters. Mm-hmm. We did Snapchat filters with her, and they thought it was so funny. Yeah. And it then, broke the
0: scariness of the yes. situation. And yeah.
1: so they held her a few times. And Finley actually like, oh gosh, I'm like we have it on video, and I'm so glad. And. I'm helping her hold her and she says like I'm like don't you just love her and she looked at me and said so much. Oh. i like I have that on video and oh my goodness. so sweet. Yeah. Um and you could just see her and like all the photos we have of her holding yeah. Marla like beaming with like big sister pride yes. and um so anyways <laughs> they came back in at the end and we all put her she was I had that in, you know the spirit like it led me to like i want to put her on my chest yeah like i want to feel that again yeah put her on my chest and we all put our hands on each like on her yeah we gathered up on the couch and we prayed and we thanked god for her mm-hmm. um and we we i said okay like we're gonna sing with her mm-hmm. and we sang um at one point earlier, we sang our Marlowe song, but this time we just sang "Holy, Holy, Holy," and um, the kids were like, "I'm done." I'm like, "Okay." Like we, do, the one thing we wanted to do was not push them mm. this on them and push them to a state where they shut down and get uncomfortable or mm. have tantrums or you know all that stuff. And so they um, they left and my parents took them out. It was just me and Cameron and we pulled her back and she was gone. And like, all those times where we were, you know, asking God to take her or thought Mm -hmm. we were saying bye, like, God, I feel like is 100%, like, I've always trusted him but proved his faithfulness Mm -hmm. right there. (laughs) Because I told him how I wanted her to go, Mm -hmm. and he did that. Mm. He did it exactly Mm. how our hearts desired. Mm. And you know, like so many times, you pray to God for your desires, and He works it out in one way or another, but it's not always exactly like to the point. Like, and it was just like we leaned her back and. We Could just tell she wasn't there anymore, yeah, yeah. like she was gone, and we just kind of looked at each other and were like, Oh my gosh, like yeah. God is so good! Yeah, um, and so we bathed her one more time and we put her gown on her mm-hmm. and took a few more pictures of her in that gown, and um, uh, those are. Before we put the gown on her, though, we took a few pictures. Because I so- told Cameron, I said, these are the only pictures we have of her without being connected to a tube. Yeah. Like.
0: She's free. Yeah. They're
1: my favorite yeah. because it's just her. Yeah. Like, I know that she's dead in them. <laughs> yeah. But she just, like, it's just her. Like yeah. Um. Um, And so her incision even, like, they did a good job of, like, sealing it up Mm -hmm. and it, like, enclosing so well. Mm -hmm. Um, And so everybody came back in and, Mm -hmm. like, I felt like it was, like, our viewing. Like, we Mm -hmm. didn't have a funeral. But I Mm -hmm. felt like that was, like, our time to just thank everybody. Mm -hmm. And everybody hung and Mm -hmm. see her, um... Mm -hmm. i got to see holden finally like he got like an inch from her face Mm -hmm. um she's laying on the table with her blanket um with this fuzzy blanket in her gown and he got so Mm -hmm. close to her face and i could tell he was just like taking her in studying her yeah Yeah, like oh it's just beautiful yeah um like I was just like, thank you, Lord, mm-hmm. like that. Both of my kids experienced an intimacy with her <laughs> um, that I was so longing for. Yeah, they both got to be big, big sibs to yeah. her. Yeah. So um, it was, yeah. And I thought I had this plan. I was like, we're just gonna leave her there in her peace, and we're it will leave. And I couldn't do it. <sighs> Like leaving the hospital, I thought, like, we'll just walk out and we'll leave her in peace. But I felt like I'd be like, I just can't leave her alone. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't. The thought of walking out and leaving her alone in that room. Mm-hmm. And so, as we were like packing up our stuff in the room, I was just like, I can't, I can't leave. <sighs> and, um, because I thought I had enough peace. Mm-hmm. Um, but karen came up with the idea he was like well how about we hand her to someone and so we had uh, our nurse from that day came in mm-hmm. and uh, she was so sweet she played along with it i guess or but we sat I'm down sure by each other on the privileged. couch yeah. and i just got to we talked and i got to hand her marlo mm-hmm. And we walked out. (laughs) Man. That feeling of like, that's the last time you're gonna see your baby Mm -hmm. is so hard, so hard. Um, But it was good. Like God gave me the strength I needed Mm -hmm. to walk out. we got outside and it was like the most beautiful day our friends waited and my parents you know people waited for us to leave and um um it was like 70 and blue skies it was like the most beautiful (laughs) day it was gorgeous and um Jill and her Tim graciously um just so mercifully gave us a hotel room for the night because I was like, I can't go home. Um, the kids went to my parents' house and um Cameron and I kind of talked about like what do we want to do? Like, do we want to go out to eat with our friends? Mm-hmm. It was like three, it was like three o'clock, and yeah. it was like a weird time. It wasn't dinner time. And so we just went to the hotel and unloaded. We decided no, we're just gonna be alone and like Mm -hmm. decompress and process and um we went out to a taco place that we love called Los squachos it's like a hole in the wall taco place (laughs) but they're so good yeah it's like true authentic tacos um and we just did so much crying and Mm -hmm. praying looking at pictures Mm -hmm. um it was really good Mm -hmm. um it was good to rest our bodies and um yeah i was just so thankful for that Mm -hmm. um cameron was just so good at like taking care of me as Mm -hmm. well and Mm -hmm. um just like being gracious with my like postpartum body that Mm -hmm. usually a nurse helps you with when you're Mm post-delivery and (laughs) yeah all that you know and uh so he was just so good Hmm. um I thought I was gonna pump and donate my milk but I decided in that hospital room not to Hmm. and to just because i thought this is gonna limit my time with my other kids Mm. it's gonna cause me to have to stop and pause and Mm -hmm. you know and Mm -hmm. so because i thought i need to honor marlo in all the ways Mm -hmm. and god was like you don't have to Mm -hmm. you don't have to do this Mm -hmm. and so it was um so i decided there Mm -hmm. Mm too and that we went and played top golf. We were like, we're <laughs> gonna go do something fun yeah. and laugh. And it was just it was good.
0: Yeah. And no one ever, you know, knows in the situation like this, what do we do now? You know? Yeah. And how do it, you step forward? Yeah. Um and it's just been a blessing to see God guide your every moment from yeah. that point on and give you grace after grace and, and those Yeah. And wow. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah. And also like I don't want to put too much on you, but I would love to share with our listeners kind of like from from that point on, kind of your experience yeah. over the last several months of like how God has met you um, through people or through scripture. Um, yeah. Gosh. Um,
1: I, God like helped us every step of the way walk forward. Yeah. Um, and so we... Um, in the funeral, the, what do we do now? Like making those decisions of what do you do with your child? Um, all those, he provided people along the way that Mm -hmm. cared for us so well. Mm -hmm. Um, the funeral home, we were like, who do we call? Like, I've never thought I would have to plan this. Um, I remember my old BSF leader um yeah she owns a funeral home so you called her yeah and um they were like we do this and we offer it for free Mm -hmm. and um her daughter has been a part of the date with the word and i had Mm -hmm. known her through that Mm -hmm. and so we did just a small viewing of just us five together Mm -hmm. um and she walked us through that so wonderfully Mm -hmm. and um we said how do we want to honor her life how do we want to celebrate her and introduce her to the world mm-hmm. and we did that through um here at apex a celebration night mm-hmm. of and f- we said phil this is what we want and he was like i got it yeah and um because we were both at the hospital that's something we talked about like what do yeah. we do and we were both said phil wing mm-hmm. that's what we do mm-hmm. and so thankful for that man and the relationship that we've built with him over the years and um, he helped he kind of was like give me songs give me some people that you want to be a part of it and Mm -hmm. he built it together Mm -hmm. and it was just so people brought baked goods and Mm -hmm. so many people showed up like I didn't even get to say hi to everybody (laughs) I had family from out of town come we had a friend from Texas fly up we had it was just amazing yeah Um, and so but God has comforted us so much through people Mm -hmm. um, lots of people Mm -hmm. but also um, he's comforted me personally through all the questions and concerns Mm -hmm. and um, I never really said this before but what Mm -hmm. she had what was called malrotation and then she also had a vulvus and so her so intestines were deformed they mm. were did not twist correctly mm. um in when they were developed mm. um and that happens like first trimester mm. um but then she she had a vulvas which meant they twisted extra the small mm. intestine twisted and it cuts off the blood supply mm. people can be born with malrotation and it can be fixed um the vulvas could happen later in life. Mm -hmm. Um, But hers clearly happened in the womb. And I never had that peace, though, until God – like, I was connected with a Facebook group of parents with children with malrotation. Mm -hmm. And I started to study, and what is malrotation? And how to – like, because I was asking those questions. How do I know what happened in the womb and not Mm -hmm. after? Like, Mm -hmm. I didn't have peace about any of that, and God – laid it out for me Mm -hmm. he like I studied it and Mm -hmm. it clearly happened in the womb Mm -hmm. 90 percent of her small intestine was dead Mm -hmm. and the small intestine is one of those organs that you have to have it to survive and they can't there's no artificial replacement for it um and so it was so clearly like God created Marlo for heaven like Mm -hmm. it was it was just he's given us that piece Mm. of like this is what he intended it was Mm. no one's fault no one did anything wrong Mm. this was his plan Mm. um but he's used her to change our lives Mm. um it's changed the way our church it garrison has said it's changed his preaching Mm. like I just cannot like the number of people that have said like it's changed my walk, it's yeah. changed my faith, yeah. like it's been a
0: amazing. Yeah, um, and only God was capable of yeah. that. You know, the ripple effects. I don't think anyone has heard this uh, about Marlowe and has walked away unchanged. Truly, right. I've seen that and. Um, Even you were talking about your church, you know, you guys are going through the Sermon on the Mount and there was a, there was a week that, um, your pastor talked about, Pastor Garrison talked about, um, blessed are those who mourn. Um, so how, how did you guys get to, um,
2: be with your church in that moment?
1: Our church has just been amazing. Like through this, I just keep saying amazing because that's Mm -hmm. what God is, right? Mm -hmm. He does amazing things. Um. We quickly returned back to church, mm-hmm. um, but we took the first Sunday off. But we wrote a letter, mm-hmm. and Garrison read it at the end of church to the congregation, mm-hmm. um, of because they wanted to know how they can. You know, we want to update them and yeah. um, thank them, and mm-hmm. just give them a way that they can pray for us moving forward. Mm-hmm. And so then we returned the next week, and he's been really good. They've been really good at loving us, mm-hmm. um, protecting us. Mm-hmm. Um, so then that this sermon came up, and um, a, f- a few days before, Brian had asked us to serve communion. Mm-hmm. And it didn't click with me. Like when we said yes, like yeah. what it would be like. And yeah. so we... Garrison does his sermon, and it was amazing, and um, God was also so good, and um, he um, was, I, it's sad, but he gave Garrison another example to use besides us, because mm. um, there was a pastor in the Sojourn Network, Mm -hmm. um, the network that Veritas is a part of that passed away a week before. Mm -hmm. Um, And so Garrison was able to use him Mm -hmm. as an example and it wasn't like we were the immediate example, right? right? But you could just, it was this. I don't know, like it was also about us Mm -hmm. and um, our experience in the church as a whole, like Mm -hmm. and um, how well they have mourned with those who mourn Mm -hmm. um but brian asked us to serve communion and i didn't think about it it didn't click with me what was gonna happen until after the sermon because i had been crying
2: Mm
1: -hmm. and um and now they're like well the sermon communion the communion service please come forward and i was like oh "Oh, no (laughs) oh wait that's me like i have to go serve communion now like how am i gonna do this but like it was such a beautiful oh, i i don't know experience of i felt like we got to serve those who were loving us mm. like in the most i mean through communion yeah. through the lord's supper yeah. through Jesus. remembering yes. his
0: gift to us yeah
1: yeah like wow it was just beautiful and Mike Squire was one of the first ones to come through because they sit right there in the front. And he hugged me. Hmm. And I lost. <laughs> like, And then I just <laughs> cried. And, but yeah. Jen said to me, like, his wife came next and was like, do you want to switch places? And I was like, no. Because hmm. I was like, I need to do, like, yeah. I want and I need to be in this spot. Yeah. And Natalie hugged me. and yeah.
2: um, hmm.
1: And then I just was crying, like, saying to people, like, Christ's body broken for you. Mm. And then in my head, though, I kept saying, Christ's body broken for Marlo. (laughs) Like, it was just like this beautiful full circle of the Mm. gospel and how God designed the church to love and to be a body. And, like, Mm. I, yeah, was just, like, in awe in that moment of, like, gosh he's so good like (laughs) you know and thank um, you lord yes and um it was just you could feel this the sadness in the room during that communion everybody i could tell was just feeling the way i felt yeah and um i don't know i never have asked brian yet like did you ask us on purpose like did you intend but
0: i it was just beautiful but um, and in the in, in the word, you know, for those listening, that He commands us to rejoice with those who rejoice and to mourn with those oh, who mourn. Right?
1: And one of the main scriptures um, that stuck out to us was, and it was funny. Holden just randomly opened up this book we, this child's study book we have called "I Am," and hmm. it's like the different names of God. It's like a yeah. hundred studies for the names of God, and it was the one about comfort. He hmm. was just reading it. And I said, "Buddy, you need to go read the scripture because someone made a print for us on the wall. But um, but comforting, like, um, I'm just going to read it. Yeah. Um, Oh, I just had the wrong one pulled up, guys. I have so many verses (laughs) pulled up. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort, Mm -hmm. who comforts us in all of our affliction so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction Mm -hmm. with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. For as we share abundantly in Christ's sufferings, so through Christ we share abundantly in comfort too. Mm -hmm. If we are afflicted, it is for your comfort and salvation, and if we are comforted, it's for your comfort which you experience when you patiently endure the same sufferings that we suffer. Mm-hmm. Our hope is for you. Is Our hope for you is unshaken for now that y- as you share in your sufferings, you also share in our comfort. Mm-hmm. But wow. it's been amazing. I, I have loved the people that I have been able to re- talk to senses I've connected with women all over who Mm. have lost babies Mm. who um are in the process i have a friend now who her baby is she's um, having a girl and she doesn't have a skull Mm. um so she will be born either stillborn or Mm. pass away shortly after Mm. she's chosen to carry her and i feel like god has just given me so many times words of comfort that Mm. he has taught me that i can Mm. share with her Mm. um I've had just so many people, like, I don't understand how you can walk through this. And I am just able to share through my comfort and peace that God's given me, like, yeah. share that back out. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's been so encouraging for my heart. And I'm constantly reminded of God's faithfulness Yeah, when I get to share it with other people. Yeah. Um,
0: and I feel like it's only the beginning, Mindy. Oh, you know? I know, in just this short couple of months, look at how I know it feels worked. like a lifetime. I know it does. It's only been four months. I know. Um, probably
1: when you guys hear this, five or six months, right? But right. like, it's been four months, but it feels like it was a life a year ago. Um, yeah. But
0: he's gonna continue what he started. Yeah. He's and gonna
1: finish it. He comfort my the comfort he gives me today will comfort me in weeks from now. Yeah. Um, My comfort, um, because it's a roller coaster. I have really good days, and I have days where, like, I'm I'm angry, or Mm -hmm. I'm sad, or I just miss her. That's usually every day. But, um, I think it's even harder, the older she would be, the harder it gets. Mm -hmm. When I see other people's kids, Hitting the milestones that she would have been hitting. Yeah. You know, because at first you're like, oh, she would have just been a newborn laying right. there. But now I'm like, she, she would, would have be been rolling this, over. Right. She would be smiling. She yeah. would be ta- <gasps> gibbering. Like yeah. soon she would be sitting. Yeah. Like it's. Yeah. So yeah. that's really hard. Um, I had my first dream of her the other night. I haven't had a dream with her. And it was her loving on one of our friends' babies, mm-hmm. like. And I was, I woke up just, kind of sad because I was like, she won't, be there, like mm-hmm. she won't.
0: Yeah. 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 So it's like each new, um, season, it, you grieve in a different yeah. way. Every
1: and new fun thing is yeah. fun, yeah. but it's hard. Yeah. Um, when we went and just recently and hung out with some friends at a cabin and. Yeah. It's fun, but it's hard because part of me is missing. Part yeah. of our the experience is different than I thought it was gonna be, mm. or that I wish it was, mm. or um, yeah. So it's bittersweet. Every every, every new time. memory but is bittersweet. Yeah. Yeah. God has just given us that faith, though, and that hope in the unseen things. Yeah. And. Um, He has comforted us and uh, I found great comfort in that book, Um, I Will Carry You. Hmm.
0: Um, Is that the one by Angie Smith? Angie Smith, yeah,
1: her story, she chose to carry her terminally ill Hmm. um, daughter as well. And um, it was just so good and just a reminder of so many things that people grieve differently. Yeah. don't expect things you know that's one of the things i've learned from this is you can't expect it to look like a certain way for anybody yeah um that helps helped our marriage and me giving each of us space and grace mm-hmm. and that um to not get mad at cameron when he doesn't feel the same way i mm, do okay. or when he's not in a difference the same place mm-hmm. um moving f- you know yeah forward um yeah, But even, there's this Facebook video that has gone around about this woman who talks about losing her husband. And it's about, she's kind of like a, it's a TED Talk, but she's kind of like a comedian as well, mm-hmm. her, her real life. Um, but she talks, she lost her husband, and it's a talk about moving forward, not moving on. Hmm. And like, she's remarried, but she's mm-hmm. like, I still have grief. those grief. Right, right. And like, um it was just really good yeah. um, to know that I'm not supposed to be in a certain place. Yeah. My heart isn't going to be in a has to, I'm not meeting milestones and check marks and right. I can come and go with yeah. it as
0: needed. Yeah. And, There's no like sort of um, rubric on yeah. how to grieve or when it should be done. And or... I think sometimes it's hard because I feel like I,
1: when I talk about it, I don't want to put it on people. Mm. like i'm I'm always scared that I'm putting my grief on people mm. or um even with Cameron, <laughs> but yeah i it's I've learned it's just really good. The mm. more open and honest I am about it, yeah, the more God
0: reaches people yeah so. he bless, he blesses others through you all the time, yeah, and um. Gosh, I'm so grateful for you sharing, Mindy. Yeah. And we should turn it off soon, but can I know. I just I'm ask sorry you, this is so long. Don't don't but. be sorry. It's blessing so many. I really want you to share if you could about your tattoo and then we'll wrap oh, it up. Yeah. Can you share about your it's tattoo?
1: It's been so cool. Um it's been such a good conversation starter because Cameron has the same one. Mm-hmm. His is bigger, so
0: people notice it more. Yeah. <laughs> but um, We'll we, try to get a picture of it for, for show notes if we can, but yes, can you just I have, describe yes. it for us? So it's um,
1: – for a while now, I've always had the thought of getting something of three just mm-hmm. because, you know, I think a past, present, and future and the Holy – you know, the Trinity mm-hmm. and um, – but my kids never fit, like – like I just always had two you know when I thought of this but Cameron and I were both like oh, we want to get it we I told him what I was thinking and he was like I want that too yeah and so um, it's three arrows pointing to my heart hmm. um, just kind of directing my love but um, it's three dots for my kids hmm. um, two of them are black for Holden and Finley, and then there's a red one for Marlo. Hmm. But then it's also greater than signs that to remember that God is greater than my past, present, and future. Hmm. He prepared us for what we're walking through years ago. Yeah. One of the things even that we had Rob and Angela Turner over for dinner shortly after we came home, and Rob pointed out to us because I was like I feel like I'm waiting for a wave, like I should be sadder. And he was like, pointed out, like God has prepared us in so many ways for this. And in one of those was testing our faith just through being self-employed of how many times we've had to trust him in his provision and faithfulness to provide financially and like the ebbs and flows of that. Yeah. Um, And so just remembering like way in my past, God was preparing me for this, um, And then he's in my future, like and he will continue to be. Yeah. But also, and just the permanence of a tattoo of, like, just remember, like, those truths aren't changing. God isn't changing. Yeah.
0: He. Yeah. Yeah. Same
1: yesterday, today, and
0: forever. Yeah.
1: And like, I. Yeah. And so that's what my tattoo is. yeah, we left room purposely in measuring it on Cameron's <laughs> arm in case we ever wanted to add another dot. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, like, but yeah, we are thankful for these. Um, it feels like it's a unification thing between us too, because it's yeah. the same and yeah on wedding days when we're working people ask us and so we just get to share it with strangers shared it with strangers
0: at a restaurant yeah a couple months ago like it's been an opportunity to share uh, the gospel and in times where you might not have had that opportunity before
1: and so I'm just thankful that God has used Marlo to grow his kingdom Mm. and yeah absolutely what a greater thing that you could ask for of your kids Yeah. And, you know, people say the hardest thing you can do is to give up your child to die. But at the same time, how special it is to give your child over to God. Hmm. You know, we do that through baby dedications, but Mm -hmm. like, I felt like I got to deliver her directly into the arms of Jesus and say, I trust you. Like, I trust you with this. I have faith that with this, with Hmm. her. And so I know that he's like holding her and fulfilling, you know, his promises and his purpose for
0: her um, still. So thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And listener, if you're listening to this, I just want to repeat what Mindy said earlier. Um, God's Jesus's body broken for and I want you to fill in your name in there broken for marlo broken for mindy broken for robin broken for jillian broken for you listener and i just pray over you right now that you hearing this would know you can also have a hope and a future and be delivered be delivered into the arms of jesus when you go from this earth as marlo was so um thank you mindy and i do um, want to say that i I don't want people to ever be scared to approach me. I yeah. want to say
1: this to the listeners yeah. that if this encourages you. If this, let me know because yeah. that helps carry me forward. Mm-hmm. Um, bring her up, talk about her, because it helps helps yeah. us. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like, it doesn't just end with this conversation between me and Jill. Mm-hmm. But um, I would
0: love to hear how how Marlo's life has impacted you. Yeah, because. It would be so encouraging to the bronze, but also encouraging mutually um, as Christ followers to know um, there's so much hope in this story. Yeah. Amen. That's where I'm going to leave you guys um, and just go for it in peace, knowing that the Lord loves you as much as he loves the bronze and Marlo Jane. Bye-bye. Have you ever wanted words of encouragement sent to your inbox? Or have you ever been curious to know what Dayton Women in the Word is up to? Make sure you've joined our email list to receive our monthly newsletter if so. See DaytonWomenInTheWord.com to sign up.